Give them their food in due season. 
what you give them, they gather in. You open your hands, they are filled with good. You hide your face, they are troubled. You take away their breath, they die and return to their dust. You send forth your spirit, they are created. And you renew the face of the earth. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works. He looks on the earth and it trembles. He touches the hills and the smoke. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. May my meditation be sweet to him. I will be glad in the Lord. May sinners be consumed from the earth and the wicked be no more. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I'll count one, two, three. You will shout. You will jump. You will walk around. You will lift your hands. You will glorify the name of the Lord because he's so faithful. Hallelujah. We are living things. We are not dead. We are living things. Living things, they move around. They have life. They have breath. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, let everyone who has breath do what? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we have breath this morning. The Lord has been so good, so gracious, so wonderful to us. In Jesus' name. Are you ready? Yes. We are going to make wild, wild, wild shout. Hallelujah. They call it crazy shout. Until they say what is happening in the camp of the living. In the tent of the, 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 the redeemed of the Lord. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Baba Kirato. Today you will jump high. Hallelujah. I see you are young. In Jesus' name, amen. One, two, two and a half. Hallelujah. On your marks, ready, set, go, three.
Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Let me hear a louder shout. Praise God. Amen. Now, let me say this. Your thanksgiving is tied to how, or how, well, how deep you know God. Amen. Your thanksgiving is tied to how you know God. Will you turn to your neighbor and say the same thing? Did they understand? What about your other neighbor? How well you know God. You see, Jesus delivered a sermon about himself in the book of John chapter 6. And he said, this body is the bread you must eat. And my blood is the drink that you must take. And these things that Jesus taught was too tough for the people to swallow or to understand. And the mega church walked away. And then he turned to the disciples and he asked the same question. Will you also walk away? He asked Peter, whom do people say that I am? Whom do people say that I, I am? And he gave all these answers. Others say you're Rabbi, others you say you're Elijah, and so many good answers. But then he asked Peter, whom do you say that I am? Because how well you know God determines your thanksgiving. Amen. How do you know God? Do you only know about the God that Pastor Jacob preaches about? Or Pastor Ayeko, or myself, or any other preacher? Do you just have thoughts of God, inferences about God, or do you know him? Because there's a difference between knowing him and knowing about him. Amen. There's a difference between knowing him and knowing about him. Because when you know him, it means you have encountered him personally. And so in addition to us preaching and speaking about him, Paul says that I pray that your eyes of understanding may be open, that you experience this Christ for yourself. Otherwise you will be left with an inference, a point of reference. That is the Jesus that people talk about, but I have not encountered him. And Job says, hearing I heard of you but now I have seen you. And once you see Christ, I tell you your thanksgiving will change. Amen. Because we are not here to preach about anything else. We are here to preach Christ. Christ and Christ crucified. And we are not ashamed of him. We are not ashamed of him. We rejoice in his suffering. We praise him irrespective of what the conditions of the ground might be. Amen. 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 
May I hear a louder amen? amen. May I hear a louder amen? amen? Because your amen determines whether you know him personally or you just know about him. Amen? Amen. Amen. I wish you would be excited, much more excited. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Young people back there, amen. amen. There you go, louder than that, amen. amen. Yeah, I desire and I pray for you that you know Christ in your age. Right now. Not when you become a dad or a mom. Know him now. The eternal one, now. The one who sustains you, now. His grace is sufficient. Yeah. Now. So praise him and thank him. Not tomorrow. Desire to know him. Not tomorrow. When? Today, when you hear his voice. Do not harden your heart. Do not postpone it. Paul says, I put everything aside. I forget everything that I may know him when? Now. Amen? Ashes, we need your help in worshiping the Lord in our giving. Amen? And as they prepare, Maybe Jeremy can give us an instrumental of worshiping a cash up number if it can be displayed on the screen. This is for tithes and offerings. Amen. We will have Thanksgiving after the service. That will be a different session. So if you have something to give at that time, reserve it for that. This is for, for tithes and offerings.
bless you, everlasting God, you who gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater. You've blessed us, you've prospered us, you've protected us, and we humbly give this tithes and offering as an acknowledgement of your hand of our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want to believe you had a wonderful Christmas. Uh, the Lord has continued to bless you. I thank God for all of you. I missed you uh, last Sunday. Uh, greetings from the church in Seattle uh, and the church in Spokane. Pastor Martin and the church in Spokane sent their greetings and you are loved. Amen. Amen. You are loved so much. There are those who think of you. And now as we close the year, we have uh, we have obeyed the Holy Spirit uh, to have a service of thanksgiving for the whole family, to acknowledge the hand of God of our lives for uh, however long it is. Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1, verse 20. Romans 1, verse 20. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes uh, are clearly seen being understood by the things which are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, Pastor Isichi just talked about knowing God. Because although they knew God, although they knew God, they did not glorify Him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they knew God, they did not glorify Him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like the corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. And what I want to share is this, that when people are degrading themselves from people who walk with God to people who are wicked, it begins with thankless hearts. Sin does not begin as sin. People, when they walk away from God, they begin here. The Bible says, although they knew God, they did not glorify Him as God and were not thankful. They were not thankful. And so gratitude becomes the way, the doorway into worship. Gratitude is the doorway. The Bible says, let us enter His courts with thanksgiving. And so, 
for us as we begin to give thanks, this is an important part. This is a very important part in your life and in your family to acknowledge the hand of God over your life. Amen. Amen. To acknowledge the hand of God over your life and also to have a godly life, to walk godly uh, in your life. The Bible says in, uh, in Psalms 106, verse 13, and Psalm 106, one, uh, verse 21, that they soon forgot. Psalm 106, 13, and 21. Thank you. Psalm 106, uh, verse 13, and then verse 21, that they soon forgot his works that he did among them, they soon forgot his works that he did among them. The mind and the heart of men forget very quickly. They soon forgot his works. They did not wait for his advice. They soon forgot his works. And so one way is to remember what God has done so you can wait for him where you are right now. For you to wait on God in your current circumstance, you need to remember what he has done in the past. And so thanksgiving allows you to wait on God in the current battle. In the current battle, thanksgiving allows you the strength to wait on God. It gives you the power and the strength to wait on God in the current battle. David said, God fought for me when I fought the bear and the lion, and so I can fight Goliath because he has done it before. And so they say, the Bible says that they soon forgot his mighty works. They soon forgot his mighty works. And this is what we do. When God has done mighty things for us, what we do, we give a testimony, or we post on Facebook, and then we move on. What God told them is that they were to make a memorial stone. They were supposed to set up a memorial to say thus far the Lord has done it. They were supposed to make a big deal about it. Say amen. amen. When they would come to a place where God has fought their battles, they were supposed to pause and make a big deal about it. And this is us in December 27, 2020, making a big deal of where God has taken us from. Praise the Lord. Amen. So we can wait for his counsel in the next year. So we can wait for his counsel in the next five years. This is us pausing to make a big deal. Pastor Evans was telling us to shout to jump, we are making a big deal that it is not by power, it is not by might, it is by his mighty hand. And so because they soon forgot his words, they were not able to wait for his counsel. The Bible says that those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. For you to wait upon the Lord, you need to remember how far he has brought you. David says, I was young and now I'm old and have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor the seed begging for bread. You see, it's not just about the pandemic. 
It's not just about the pandemic. They say a lot of people had mental health issues throughout this thing. When everything was shut down, it is almost as if people could not breathe mentally. There's a, a lot of people who shut down emotionally, but you are here. And so we make a big deal about the hand of God of our life so we can wait for him in the next battle. He has not fought everything. We are still in the midst of a battle, but for us to fight the current battle, we need to give him thanks and make a big deal about the battles he has fought in the past. Verse 21 of the same Psalm, chapter uh, 106 of Psalm, they forgot God their Savior who had done great things in Egypt. They forgot God their Savior who had done great things for them in Egypt. This was a problem of Israel. When they got to Canaan, their backsliding began by forgetting what God has done. It began by forgetting what God has done. And so God has told them, you are to have Passover so you can remember when God delivered you from the Egyptians. But the Bible says as soon as they got there, they forgot. As soon as they got there, they forgot. And my prayers I will not forget. My prayers that we will make a memorial for our family. And say to the little one, to the oldest one, we are doing this. We are committing ourselves to making a big deal about this. Because it is not by power, it is not by might, but by the spirit of the living God. Mark chapter 6. The book of Mark chapter 6. So Mark chapter 6 talks about Jesus feeding the uh, 5,000. But look at... Um, Mark chapter 6, verse 50. For they all saw him and were troubled. Let's begin from 49. When they saw him walking on the sea, they supposed there was a ghost and cried out. For they all saw him and were troubled. But immediately he talked with them and said to them, Be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. Be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. Then we went up um, into the boat, and the wind ceased. And they were greatly amazed in themselves beyond measure, and marveled. They were greatly amazed and marveled within themselves. And the Bible says, for they had not understood about the loans, because their hearts were hardened. They had not understood about the laws because their hearts were hardened. So Jesus multiplies bread, but in multiplying bread, there was an opportunity for their hearts to be softened towards God so they can believe him for victories in the future. The Bible says that their hearts are hardened. Now, for the heart not to be hardened, 
The way you soften the heart is to pause and give birth. They ate bread, wiped their lips, washed their hands, and moved on. And so the next time a storm came and Jesus walked on water, they could not understand how Jesus could calm the storm because their hearts are hardened. Their hearts must be softened. And the same thing is said in Mark 8. In Mark 8, I believe, verse 13, where the Bible says, and their hearts were hardened, they did not understand about the laws. Every miracle that God has done in your life, everything that God has done in your life, it is an opportunity for your heart to be softened towards God. But the Bible says, they forgot the miracle of the laws. They did not understand what was happening. They thought it was about feeding their stomachs, and so they fed their stomachs, but their hearts were hardened. God can heal your body and your heart be hardened. God can give you a job and your heart be hardened. Jesus performed a miracle. Jesus gave them uh, a job in the midst where everybody was losing a job. They got a job, they got a raise, they got a promotion, but their hearts were hardened. God prevailed over their lives. God prevailed over their enemies, but still their hearts were hardened. Have you understood about the law? When everybody was shutting down their business, your business is still around. Have you understood what God has done? Because the Bible says they did not understand. Verse 17 of Mark 8, 8, it says, But Jesus being aware of this, says, Why do you reason among yourself because there's no bread? Do you not yet perceive? Do you not yet understand? Is your heart still hardened? This is what they thought Jesus was complaining about bread. They thought Jesus was complaining about bread. And someone this year was complaining about uh, the, the family does not buy them clothes. And, and I talked with them and I, I told them, you have a full scholarship to school. You have a full scholarship. You have a full scholarship. Do you know how much money that is? Do you know how much money that is? You see, their hearts were hardened and they were complaining about little things. Do you see that your father and mother are together? Do you know how many people are wishing that they would have Thanksgiving with the both of their parents? Do you realize that because you have not made a big deal about your mother and your father being together, your heart has become hardened and you are complaining about things the other people wish they had a reason to complain. Other people are wishing for an opportunity to complain about the things you are complaining about. Being able to go to school without paying a single dime and you are complaining about not getting a dress. You are complaining about not getting a gift. Their hearts were hardened when we do not make a big deal about thanking God. 
Someone made a joke about the cab drivers in, in New York because uh, he was making a joke that most of them are from Somalia and Ethiopia. And he was saying you get in a car and this uh, driver would say, Americans are crazy, you know, they have guns, they have this, they have this. This is a crazy country. And then at the end they would say, this is the greatest country in the world. They will complain, 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 and then they will say, but this is the best country. Because in my country, I cannot even have a chance to complain like this. I could get shot, I could get arrested. this nation? What is it about this state? What is it about this city that irks you? And you wish they had changed. You wish you had a different president. You wish it was a Democrat, a Republican. You wish it was the other or the other. But how many people wish they had even a choice to vote? When they did not understand the miracle of the laws, their hearts were hardened. My prayer for you is that you will pause and make a big deal about God. Maybe your AC unit broke down and you had to spend two days in the cold. There was a time a storm passed by Calera and uh, their lights were off and some of their food went bad in the fridge. And my thinking was, thank God they had food that could go bad. Thank God they had food that could go bad. There are some who didn't even have bad food. Let us make a big deal today about even the small things. Let us make a big deal about the small things. We were in Spokane and it was freezing. The snow was falling. And as we were getting out of the car, we had to run and turn on the car so the heat would come on. And as we are coming out of the hotel, we see someone sitting on the park bench. Nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. Him and his dog are seated there. And we were not going to complain about the hotel. We were not going to say we didn't have this or we didn't have the other. We were not going to complain about the cold. And so we sat down and we thanked God for the little things. We made a big deal about the big and small things so we could even reach out and bless someone who was out there. And the last thing, number one, it helps us um, when we give thanks it helps us believe God for the current life. Number two, it helps us to soften our hearts so we can believe God and obey God. Number three, it helps to keep us away from idols. It protects us from idols. When we thank God, when we are grateful, it keeps us from idols. The Bible says, though they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, and so they exchanged the glory of the living God they exchanged the glory of the living God for idols and creeping things. When we thank God, when we give 
thanks to God. We stop lifting other things as idols. When someone says, how are you still prospering? What? How are you, do you have a good business? You don't say it's because I, have, I hired a good uh, supervisor. You don't say it's because I have connections. Amen. Amen. Let me say this. Businessmen, we have businessmen, a lot of them here. When someone asks you, what is your secret? What secret do you give them? Huh? What, what secret do you give them? Which one is easier for you? To tell them God did it? Huh? Or to tell them it's connection? Which one is easier? To tell them I got a marketable degree or to tell them God did it? Which one is easier? To tell them I attended a couple of seminars or to tell them it is the hand of God that has kept this marriage? Which one is easier for you? Because all these are idols. It is not the Republican that has made your business right and it is not the Democrat that will cause your business to go down. It is the hand of God. It's not because you're in the trucking business. Amen? Amen. Not because you're in the trucking business. I remember as we are praying for truckers when there was fights with the China. Because you try. It is not because your kids are black. It's not because you have good genes. It's not because you're smart. Anyway, <laughs> it's not because you're smart and your husband is smart. That's not why your kids are smart. What did you do to be smart? What did exactly did you do to be smart? There are people selling books on secret to success. The secret to success is very, it's, that's a very short book, God, that's it. That is not a secret, it's a very short book. One word, one sentence, that's it, God. And my praise, you realize there are people bigger than you, smarter than you, better looking than you, who had better connections than you. Your secret is God. We do idols. We do idols. My brother has a very beautiful uh, house. Very beautiful, very big. And he called people a while ago, maybe four or five years ago, to come and uh, do a housewarming party. And when people came, one pastor, one pastor looked at the house and said, Ah, this is more than God. <laughs> this is more than God. Very easy to be an idol worshiper. Very easy. This is more than God. 
And my brother said, no, no, there's nothing more than God. This is exactly God. This is exactly God. You see, we look for secrets. We look for secrets. How did you raise your children? They say, oh, you have to teach them the African language. That's how they become smart. Don't you see how the Chinese kids are smart? Because they learn two languages. You say, no, no, no. They have to learn Kikuyu. They have to learn Kijalu. They have to do this and the other. You have to take them and teach them your history. That is how your kids become smart. Smart people know it is God and God alone. The Bible says because they did not glorify God, they exchanged their glory for idols. They exchanged their glory for idols. You who wear a mask, the secret is God. You do who don't wear a mask, the secret is God. The people who are against masks, yeah? Some people are against masks. And they still close their doors when they go to sleep. If you are against everything that protects you, then just sleep outside. Let God protect you. Yeah? The secret is God. Even when you close your door, the door to your car, the secret is still God. Don't be telling people, how do you stay safe on the industry? You buy a Volvo. No. It's not a Volvo. The secret is still God. Some of us have driven cars that were one second away from breaking apart for 10 years. One second after 10 years, the secret is still God. I've seen people drive outside. I have a friend of mine, my, my, my best couple. He got a new car, drove outside of the dealership, got hit at the gate. He had a van that lasted so long, he had 200 plus miles. That one lasted long and died. But the new car was hit outside the gate. The secret is God. Let us make a big deal so we do not allow our hearts to bow down to idols. We don't allow our hearts to bow down to idols. How do people, uh, how do people prosper in the U.S.? It's not a nursing degree. Amen? It's not a nursing degree. It's not papers. It's not marrying into rich families. That is not how they succeed. It is not knowing a white person or a Nigerian, that's not how you succeed. You succeed by knowing God. Amen? Don't allow your heart, don't allow your heart to bow down to idols. Let it be softened and let your heart only acknowledge the hand of God. And your children, teach them, teach them key to success. Huh? <laughs> you know the key to success? We tell our children, the key to success is what? Go to school. And then when they go to school, we tell them the key to success is destiny connectors. Huh? There's always a secret key to success. The key to success is God. If you have God, you don't need donors. If you have God, you don't need any connection. He is a connection. Hallelujah. Amen. He is a connection. 
All other things are idols. People want to worship things. They say, you know, Pastor Jacob, you open doors for you. No, it is not him. It is not him. It is not them. It is not them. And the funny thing is, we have exchanged religion with the politics. Now people have their idols and their gods. There are people we are willing to die for today. There are people we are willing to kill for today. Instead of bowing down to God, we are bowing down to men. Because we have been convinced by CNN and Fox News that this is the one who is evil. This is your savior. And we say this is the anointed of God. Watch out. Watch out. Because they have prophets. These gods have prophets. Every god has a prophet. Doesn't matter what you call them. Where is the prophet on Fox News? What is that one called? Tucker Carlson, yeah. and then they have another prophet on uh, CNN. Yeah. What is that the guy with the white head? Wolf. Anderson Cooper and Wolf. Yeah. They are prophets. Every God has a prophet. And they are announcing and declaring that this is God's chosen. You watch out. You watch out. So you don't hate a brother because their prophet is not like your prophet. And because you are worshipping a different God. This is a generation of Jacob, the Bible says, that will not bow their knees to another. That they will worship the only almighty God. Because he cannot be voted out. He cannot be overthrown. The kingdom of God is not uh, in a transition crisis. Amen? The kingdom of God is not in a transition crisis. Some people are depressed because they don't know who the president is. But the people that know they are God shall be strong. And do exploit. Doesn't matter who the president is. Watch out. Watch out. Keep yourself from idols. America will not stand because of a Democrat. America is not standing because of a Republican. America will stand because of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Keep yourself from idols. And so today, we make a big deal. We make a big deal. We pause and say thank you. We pause and say thank you. Their hearts were hardened because they don't understand about the Lord. What were the laws for you this year? What were the laws? What did he do? What were the laws for you this year? What were the laws? Come and stand here. Um, just come, let us honor the Lord. Amen.